Hello, my beautiful warriors and my beautiful people. Welcome to Breaking the Silence with Carla for my sexual abuse warriors. <clears throat> Whether it was as a child or adult, still the same. <clears throat> so today we are going to say we. <laughs> I am. I'm here by myself. <laughs> Well, not by myself, but you know, you know what I'm talking about. So today I'm going to um, talk about my process or how it affected my my life after after my nightmare was over. Um, my last episode, which you can click over here or over here. <laughs> um, if you want to watch the last episode, I talk about the last two episodes. I actually talk about how everything ended, how my uncle stopped sexually abusing me, and why, who I call my savior at that time, who was my angel at that time, which was my aunt. He married, he married and everything stopped. Also, at the end today, we are going to do, or I'm going to do, and you can do it with me, I'm going to do some heavening. <clears throat> and if you see me through through the, 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 the video, or mostly for the people that is watching the video, uh, the ones that are listening, uh, what I'm, I'm going to be doing, okay, so first I'm going to, I wanna say, I wanna talk about what I'm gonna be doing this havening. Um, havening is a psychosensory touch technique. Um, okay, so when uh, we generate waves, right? And um, I'm not gonna make it long. Maybe in another video, I'm gonna. Maybe the next video, the next video, I'm going to only talk about havening. But for right now, I'm just gonna try to make it simple. <clears throat> so we generate waves. Um, the delta, one of them is called delta wave. We generate delta wave when we're about to go to sleep. So it's not the waves that we have when we're fully asleep, it's when we're about to go to sleep. So they're very low waves and it helps us to relax. So when we have those waves, it's, um, we, when we generate those kind of waves, um, it's easy to uh, decrease distress. Uh, or even clear it up completely. It's almost like we're going to decode our brain, you know, because we have a code in our brain. We, 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 it's like a movie that we have. We're gonna basically erase that and um, add a new movie. <laughs> so heavening technique works for a lot of different things. The main one is to reduce stress from big events of or trauma, but it also works for resilience, for, um, okay, okay, I'm not gonna go deep into it, but okay, so 
the reason why I'm going to be doing Havening is because I realized that every time I'm done talking about my story, um, it takes me a little bit to ground myself because I actually, as I talk about it, I go through the emotions too. That's how I am. Um, that's, I can't help it. I, I'm just very expressive and when I when I talk about when I story tell, if that's even a way to say or to add storytelling to it, <laughs> when I'm talking about my story or even any other story, I really, really get into the um I don't want to say character, but I really get into the moment, right? Like, for example, my sexual abuse. When, when I talk about it, it's like I go back to the moment, to the situation. And it's not, I don't, I don't even try. Like, I just go back to that one moment and relieve it. And that's just how I am. That's just how I like to talk and express myself. But it actually... Um, it puts a little stress in my body. And uh, so what heavenly, like I said, it's a psychosensory touch. So the way we generate, we generate the most delta waves. There's three points in our body where we generate the most delta waves. And I'm sorry if I'm not explaining well. Guys, I'm learning as I go. Okay, so thank you for understanding and for being patient. I'm, I'm getting better and better at explaining. I'd be uh, opening to all of you guys, uh, having in, I'm, I'm in uh, on training. Um, I just took, um, last year, I had the training, but I missed one of the sessions because, of, because we had a um, hurricane here. And uh, so I had to take the training again, um, just so I can have all the, which is four, it's a, it's a four day training. And, um, and I, I just had to retake it again, which was amazing. And I, yeah, I'm so grateful I, I was able to retake it again. And, um, but anyway, so yeah, um, it's a psychosensory touch. So there's three parts of our body where we generate the most delta waves, okay? And this is going to be on our arms. So if we struck our arms and from shoulder all the way down, literally the palms of our hands we're generating delta waves and then we're just going to go up and down for the ones that are listening literally put your arms cross your arms touch your shoulders and um and stroke your shoulders uh from stroke your arms from your shoulders all the way down to your wrist and you can go all the way down to your the palms of your hands and you're generating delta waves there. Also, there's another point where we generate delta waves and that's just the palms of our hands. So if we just, how does this call rubbing, stroking the palms of your hands? And one thing that I really like to do when I'm doing heavening is rock side to side. It's like, you know, when babies cry and we rock the baby side to side, it's a very soothing feeling. 
And then the other point of our body where we generate delta waves is our face. These, a lot of people doesn't really like to do. I just touch your face. Um, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. So we're just gonna uh, touch our face with um, not just your fingers, with the whole palm of your hand. And we're just gonna touch it very gentle. You, you have to like the touch. You don't have to put pressure, you just have to like it. And you can cross your hands and you're generating those away. When you cross your hands, it almost feels like someone is someone else is doing it. It just feels good. For the people that doesn't like that, you don't have to do it. So during my during my video, during my podcast, during um during me telling you guys all about my trauma, I'm gonna be doing heavenly myself. You guys are welcome to do it with me. If you're watching, do it with me. If you're listening, you can do it too. And it just helps to stay in a good state. <laughs> As you listening to my story, it can be, it can trigger you. It could um, just send a little um, stress to your body, it could be disturbing for a lot of people. So if we do heaven in as be listening to me, and if I do heaven in as I'm telling you, it will help us to keep us in um in a good in a good um wave, in a good vibration. And so I'm gonna be doing it as uh, as, as we go. And at the end we're gonna do a full heaven in technique to finish with some affirmations and um, that's going to help us to release the stress to lower the stress that everyone watching or listening um, are going to have from listening to me and for me it's going to help me to release some of the uh, the stress to, to decrease, I'm sorry, I said release, to decrease the stress that I just, um, that I, that my body is going to, to have because of relieving my story, uh, thinking about my story. When we do heavening, um, like a session heavening, we usually don't let the patient to relieve the moment or to go back to the moment. We just briefly ask, we just ask them to go briefly to that one moment or situation. And then we start doing heavening and working with whatever we're working with the patient or your client. Um, but today I'm, I'm going to, or this is what, I do. This is why I have a podcast and a YouTube channel to to tell you guys all the details. That was that's my purpose of all of this to be open, to break the silence, and to be as as, as open and as clear and and I know it could be disturbing for a lot of people, but I think at the same time it's going to help a lot of people. So. Yeah, stick to the end because we're going to do some havening at the end. 
so um, yeah, last time I finished with um, how everything ended, my uncle got married and everything ended. Uh, but how did how that affected my life afterwards? I mean, it affected my life was affected already from being abused from the age of two. But when it was done, when he stopped sexually abusing me, it's not like oh he he's not doing it anymore and everything's fine. No, we all know that a big trauma like that, even, I don't know how to call it big trauma because even, because we all go to trauma, right? And even a, what we will call small trauma can actually affect really big to some people. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a sexual abuse or any abuse, it could be anything, and it could affect it could affect someone so much. That's why we get phobias, and that's why that's why we all have uh, triggers, and we can have some stress from even like a situation that someone else will think it's, it's nothing, but it is. It could be something big for for someone. So. Let's not judge each other when we feel triggered or when we have this phobia or when someone said I got triggered or um, I don't know, I just feel stressed or I don't know, I just see me anxiety. Let's really not judge each other. Let's really understand each other that that's, that's just us being human. And it's because we went through something that it makes us have this, this trigger, this stress, this trauma, this phobia, depression, anxiety. And so, yeah, so after, after my uncle stopped sexually abusing me, uh, after my nightmare was, was over, um, I carry a lot of confusion, a lot of emotions. <laughs> One of the big ones is that um, I was so uncomfortable with with male adults hugging me. I was this little girl. I was this little tiny little girl with this long hair, big cheeks. How cute! <laughs> and adults used to love to hug me. They, they love to hug me. Because they always thought I was so cute, this little, this little chubby girl with this cute chubby cheeks. That's what they all used to say about me growing up. So they would come and hug me. And I remember how tense I was when male adults would hug me. I was so tense. Oh my God, like my body will just like be like a rock and I didn't want to move. I didn't want them to, to even, and then sometimes I had an uncle that will hug me and hug me so hard. It sometimes even hurt. Like he'll hug me so hard, it'll hurt my bones. I'll be like, mm. but I couldn't tell them not to hug me because I didn't have a voice. No one really told me that 
I have boys that, that my boys matter. Um, no one really encouraged me to, to talk. No one really, no one really mm, cared much to, to ask me how did I feel, um, if everything was okay, why would I always be, why most of the time I was quiet, um, nothing. Everyone was just so busy, basically surviving throughout the day. <laughs> um, and I said to some, a couple of my first videos that um, at least the family that I grew up with, and this is why I made breaking patterns because of the culture and the background that they have. Um, that's just how my great grandma told my grandma, and my grandma told my mom, right? So kids really have no saying at the house. Um, although I think it also has to do with personality, but again, I was sexually abused before five years old, so that that basically stole my personality, or I couldn't develop my personality. So um, it wasn't easy for me just to talk and say, "This is what I want. This is what I think. This is what I want to do." Now. And I say this because I remember how my little sister, um, she was molested by my uncle, but she wasn't sexually abused. Um, and I think she was, I don't, I don't, am I, am I just in God or we never really, we haven't really talked about what age. She probably told me, but I forgot what age he molested her. But it was definitely not as young as me. Um, she was always so outspoken. She would always say what she felt like, what she wanted to, what she was mad about, what she wanted to, and um, and then and then she was the little one. So I remember I used to see how they will smile and laugh because they thought it was she was cute that she wanted um that she just will talk and be like, I want this and I want to do this. And um, and I don't like this. <laughs> and uh, they were always so in shock that she would say it like that. My older sister was actually was sexually abused by my uncle as well. I don't know what age, she doesn't want to talk about it. Uh, so we don't know what age she was um, sexually abused, uh, but I won't be surprised that he was actually also before five years old because she was pretty quiet too. She was pretty quiet and um, and she wasn't like her little, she was on her little world too. So... I have the feeling that it was really young too because she never really spoke about what she wanted to. And I have the feeling she, um, that that affected her too and how to 
to speak and what she wanted to and she also had a lot of um a lot of it was challenging for her school was challenging for her definitely and i feel like that has something to do with the trauma she couldn't express herself and it almost looked like she was always kind of in trouble like um they always have my older sister as like she she my game like I don't know how to say like it, it was almost like they were scared that she, she it was almost like flirt flirt um what's it what is this word flirtatious <laughs> like she had a boyfriend and we weren't allowed to have boyfriends obviously we were too young but um yeah we were not even when she got older uh she will secretly had a boyfriend <laughs> and um yeah i mean we were very repressed in a way in almost everything in talking about our feelings talking about um talking about yeah feelings emotions what we wanted to, what we didn't like. Uh, if we were sad, it wasn't like they noticed that we were sad. Or, um, yeah, you, you weren't allowed to really cry. Since um, you're little, they teach you that you shouldn't be crying. And uh, if you're crying, you can't even express yourself while you're crying. Then you get a, you get slapped. <laughs> um, because you shouldn't be crying because they tell you there's nothing for you to cry. Uh, no one did anything to you. But they would never really ask you, like, tell me why you're crying. It was all about, like, I didn't do anything to you. Why are you crying? So that's pretty, that's pretty sad and funny. It was like, how do you, you don't even know why. They don't even know why I was crying. They don't, and then even later when I grow up, like, my aunt will will yell at my little cousins and be like, there's nothing for you to cry. And and I even thought a couple of times, even me being really young, like, he doesn't know why he's crying or why he's crying. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was also traumatic as a kid. So, yeah, I, 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 me and my sisters or my family went through a lot of trauma, not only for being sexually abused, but also by the way we were raised. Um, and that's a big trauma too. Uh, so yeah, I mean, after being sexually abused for about 10 years, obviously, uh, I didn't know myself. Um, I didn't have an identity. I didn't, I, I was confused. Um, I used to be bullied. Um, my parents, um, uh, they, they used to work as a, um, I can find the word, like they, they used to hustle a lot. They used to hustle a lot. So they will work in markets. Um, and then they also work in trash fields. So we, me and my sister used to be bullied a lot at school because our parents worked at the trash field. And um, um, I used to be bullied for other, other dumb things, you know, kids, kids, kids can be really cool. And um, 
uh, they used to be bullied because I wouldn't talk. I used to be bullied because I didn't want to get off of my, my desk. Um, there were one or two little boys that supposedly liked me and I hated it. I remember that I hated so much for someone to tell me that they liked me. I hated it. Like, I, it'll make me angry inside. Like, I was like, it's, it's almost like a right away used to think like, it's not true. And this, this boy just wants to just, he's just playing with me and is just making fun of me. And then he wants, he wants me to, to feel like, oh, he likes me. And then turn around and laugh about me because I'm kind of like, because I got happy that he, he liked me. And I just hated it with every single bone in my body. I was like, mm, no, like, I would hate someone like me. And um, there was one little cute boy that used to leave me letters on my in my backpack. And I remember every letter I would go and give it back to him and tell him, stop sending me letters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of cruel. <laughs> I was just yeah that was one part of my trauma that's how I was reacting again I was I, I was pretty quiet um I would just keep 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 to myself every time um I guess I will distract myself by just by being good in school by reading and just being smart as um and I actually now I think of I think about it and I don't think I was just um, I don't think I was just like, oh, I like school and I like people. I think it was more of me being, or me trying to forget. And and one, me trying to forget about, um, yeah, forget about my feelings or, you know, like trying to block how I feel. And also it was part of like growing up, my, my parents, everyone, it was, it was all about being good in school, right? Great camps in Mexico. We we are graded by numbers, so it's all about straight camps. Um, there wasn't really. I mean, they would tell you like straight straight camps because you have to, um, so you can be someone when you grow up, right? But never really interested about what you want to be. What is your dream, right? It was just like give me a ten. That's it. <laughs> so I guess I was just. I figured it out that um, at some point I figured out that like by memorizing everything, um, it, it was easy to because it was all about uh, tests. The, the test at the end of the year that was the most important one. Or a few tests they do to you at the end of the day. That at the end of the year that was the most important one. And like homework during the week, you know, that was that was too difficult. Was, there was always homework, something that you learn in the day. So it was fresh. I would get home, I'd do my homework, that's it. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much it, like school. Uh, I never really wanted to get in trouble because one, uh, I think it was part of my reaction from the trauma and second, because you don't want to get in trouble at home, you have to be good. And I guess I was also too very focused on being a good, student, being a good girl, being a good daughter, um, being a good sister, I guess just be good because otherwise you'll disappoint your parents and, and then you could get <laughs> or or um, yeah, it, 
in fact, it wasn't just one. <laughs> it was, uh, my parents were like, they were very old school. They will hit you with the bell or the hanger or, um, you know, those, um, those, uh, what's it called? Um, to hang your clothes, the one we just here in Mexico. Um, it's like a row. And um, sometimes they'll go get it from the, from the rooftop where we used to hang the clothes to dry. That's how we used to do laundry. And they would go get one. And yep, it, was, it wasn't really nice. <laughs> but that's just how they were taught to raise so um yeah dad and um what else um the the um the fear of my uncle sexually abusing my my cousin her own daughter his own daughter uh that would trigger me crying would trigger me like if babies will cry and i knew he was around that would trigger me and right away started picturing him um, sexually abusing them. Um, that was a big trigger. I remember my body was just like shaking and like, uh, that, yeah, that was a big trigger. Um, what else? Um, I was just, yeah, I, I feel like I was just like a block person, block little girl. Although they have, there's really good things about me though i um everyone said or my mom said that um i used to um make songs really really funny <laughs> songs like i'll just say the name of like a chair or a table or um a stove or like spoon and i would just create songs from that <laughs> and they would all make fun of me um that and uh, i i remember i used to love to talk to animals i used to love to talk by myself pretending like i was talking to someone else um i love to play with my dolls until i was yeah i think i think i was like 12 years old maybe when i stopped playing with my dolls and um yeah, I was very insecure when I started growing up and your body starts to develop and then boys start like looking at you more. I was very insecure. I felt like I just wanted to cover my whole body. Um, I just always wanted to wear long dresses, uh, really long um, socks, leggings on, on the bottom of the dress, plus socks, sweater. Um, um, my children, right? <laughs> uh, sweater. I will wear like um, a shirt and I will wear a, a vest and a sweater on top and a jacket on top. <laughs> Sometimes if it was fall, I would wear a scarf and a hat. <laughs> I just had like obsession to cover my whole body. People will make fun of me. My family will make fun of me because I, I was, when I was able to wear whatever I wanted to, I would like literally cover myself from head to toe. And um, 
um, even one time, uh, my uh, teacher from um, what's it called? PE, PE, yeah, from the the class where you have both and where you play <laughs> and exercise. Um, that teacher made fun of me because um, like it was cold. It was in the winter. So I was wearing leggings and I was wearing my shorts on top of it and I was wearing a jacket. I was really cool on top of me wanting always to cover my body. And I remember um, he was having us, um, uh, he wanted us to run in circles and um, I couldn't run that much because of the clothes I was wearing. And um, he stopped me and then he's like, why are you wearing all of these? Remove it. And I was like, no. And then he's like, yeah, it's more clothes than a, a body. In Spanish, it sounds more, it sounds bigger. <laughs> and then for me, it's not, I sound, he, he, and then he laughed. That really, really hurt me. I went home crying. I told my mom about it. My mom got really mad. Um, it really hurt me that he said it was more clothes than a body. Because I was really little. And so I was just wearing all these clothes. And then he's like, you, you have more clothes than up your body and uh but yeah it sounds really and then he laugh about it so that was even worse like he really was just, like you know making fun of me which he actually did but yeah i really care uh i also wanted to be a nun i wanted to be a nun for the longest time i, I wanted to be a nun um this is i, I became i i wanted to be a nun when i was being sexually abused and I remember I brought it up to, to my mom and my dad, and I was like, I want to be a nun. I guess, I guess, I, I, I wanted to be a nun because I knew that by being a nun, I was going to be out of that house, and I was going to be in a place where I was going to be safe, and um, with with women, and and I wasn't going to be sexually abused. But that wasn't the case. <laughs> Uh, they all were so shocked and surprised that I wanted to be a nun. <laughs> and um, it didn't happen. <laughs> but I really, really wanted it for for a long time. And um, yeah, that and... Well, I'm going to leave it here. <laughs> and I'm going to do another... Ep the next episode is going to be um, the second part of this how it affects me after my uncle stopped sexually abusing me. And uh, yeah, there's more, I have more. It, it, it was literally every year, it was something, it was something new added to what I was, um, what I was already going through. So there is more. <laughs> so I'm gonna leave it here and uh, we're gonna do a little bit of tightening uh, just to release a little bit of the stress uh, from me and if you guys um, got a little trigger by what I said um, I would have done I should have done this from the beginning right from when I started my story um, but okay it's never too late <laughs> we're learning here okay so we're gonna do heavening and you guys can start doing it uh, you guys can do your face like I was telling you guys or you guys can do your arms um, or you guys can do just the palm of your hand. Um, and um, yeah, let's just start hitting me, hitting me.
And then we're just gonna clear our head really quick, clear it up. Just be in a good place. Just think about your favorite place. What is your favorite place? For example, me right now, my favorite place is just to go to the beach. Literally be in front of the beach, work out, read, be down, and just watch such beauty around me. That's my favorite place. And being here in Prado Carmen, it's like, it's, it's amazing. The clouds, the water, when it's crystal clear. Um, when it's, yeah, crystal clear. Um, you can see through and when it's calm. Ooh, that's just so beautiful. Um, okay. We're gonna do it quick. Usually we can go longer with this, like an hour. We're gonna do quick. So I hope you guys went to the amazing place that you guys, your favorite place that you guys like to go. Good. And how does that make make you feel? Just to say it out loud, wherever you are. For me, I feel right now, I feel peace. Just by picturing me sitting in front of the beach after doing a little workout waiting for a little bit and just sitting there it brought peace to me so we're just gonna say with the word that you come up with for me with peace so i'm just gonna repeat peace 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 beautiful peace mm. peace and we're gonna end up with one affirmation. Whatever it comes to mind, just tell yourself, tell yourself something that is going to make you feel even better right now. One affirmation for me right now is My past is not a reflection of my future. My past is not a reflection of my future. My past is not a reflection of my future. And we're gonna finish with that. And whatever message you got, I want you to take that with you for the rest of your day or the rest of your mind and just keep it with you. That was your message. That was you. Okay, my beautiful people, my beautiful warriors. Also, think about what you're grateful for today and something that you appreciate about yourself. And today I'm grateful. Again, probably I said it already, for another day. It's really a privilege and I put it on my social media that it's a privilege to wake up. So I told myself today that I was gonna be better than just today because it's just a privilege to have another day, to wake up to another beautiful day, another opportunity in life. And what do I appreciate about myself? I appreciate my boldness. My boldness to put myself out there, to share my story, to be vulnerable, to do this, to share with you, Kevin. And I know I want to tell you guys, I'm not a practitioner yet, 
I will be very soon. But I really want to share this amazing and beautiful technique. Ooh. And I want to share with you guys. Okay. Okay, my beautiful people, my beautiful warriors. That's it for today. I really hope you guys enjoy it and you guys took something out of today's episode. Please, please, please email email me. Yeah, you can email me. Send me a message. Comment below. I really, really want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what you guys take from this. I would love to connect with you. I would love to interact with you. Please let's break the silence together. Make this movement in this campaign big, big enough for one day, for one day. There's no, I really want for one day that there's no child being abused. No child should be, should have their childhood stolen. So, Let's break the silence, not only for a little kid, but for adults too. There shouldn't be any sexual abuse out there. They shouldn't. And let's do it together. We can break the silence together. We can bring this topic to the table for us, warriors already, for the ones that are going through it and they're still in darkness that for the ones that can even talk about it, for a little ones, for a future, for the next generation. Let's break the silence together. Thank you all for being here until the end. And uh, see you guys on the next episode. I talk to you on the next episode for the ones that are just watching and yeah. Let's break the silence. Hugs <laughs> and kisses to all of you. Blessings and abrazos. Bye-bye. Have an amazing day. Amazing morning. Amazing afternoon. Amazing evening. Wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye.